If you like sitting by the beach with your head blown in the breeze, make your way with all due respect, my dear. This segment is brought to you by the world's number one foot sand, Toe Jam. Two dabs will do you. And for those out there that are more adventurous and athletic, make sure to pick up Toe Jam Plus with added sanitizer. You can just dab in the spray away. If you're into fried fritters and marathons of Porgy and Beth, you best make your way back to With All Due Respect Podcast. They got you. This part of the broadcast is brought to you by the good people at Circleback Laxative. Special ingredients we got bean curd powder, broccoli, and lentil extract accelerant, fruit toast with artichoke and excreted oil, packed with lactose facilitators and all this together works as a catalyst to get the bad rolling. circle back laxative pick one up today and hopefully you can drop one off tomorrow don't forget now you can add a lot of water All right, what up? Peace, peace, peace. Peace, what up, bro? Hey, man, good to be back. Uh, all due respect, podcast tech. What's up, bro? What up? What up? We back, ladies and gentlemen. We didn't leave with all due respect. We had track, we had the people been waiting for us, man. I know it took a little bit. A lot of stuff was been happening, took a little bit of a hiatus, but I'm kind of glad we took a little break because a lot of stuff happened that we can um scrutinize. Um, Cosby getting out, uh, Avenatti going in. Uh-huh. So it's like a lot of things that developed. Um, I know we didn't come together on the Candace and uh, Cardi B thing, but I think that was all in the in the in the in the, in the cards. I think. Well, we got I, we got a new one. We got yeah. Candace. We got Candace versus Classic. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, See, so everything is more and more politically based. September. Yeah, we're, we're getting a little bit into the pop culture, so I think we need to get more politically, you know, back grounded. Yo, so before we go in, though, do you have a take on the the, the September thing? September thing. Oh, you see, see, track don't know. Oh, <laughs> apparently, Kim Klasik is a former stripper named September. Oh, <laughs> so see, this is we've been out. So, the it's, so it's actually it's actually the same plane as Cardi B. So maybe we need a versus versus versus. So we keep I Cardi B in it I since we have the stripper true. dynamic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, now it's Kim Klasik versus Cardi B. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, but, <laughs> but they never but, had beef. They never, they never, you know, they never went on each other. They never came uh, well, in each other. Maybe, maybe we can facilitate that. Oh, we got, we got to manufacture the beef. <laughs> we got to manufacture. Now, all jokes aside, shouts out to everybody that supports with all due respect. Yes, I've been asking about the show. Um, do us a favor. Head over to tuconservative.com. Get yourself a membership. It's ten dollars for the year. We really appreciate the support. You'll get access to the behind the scenes footage, the blog, the news. Also, shouts out to the Two America Show every Wednesday, 9 p.m. right here on the Urban Conservative. We will be letting you guys know when we commit 
to a day for the Urban Conservative Podcast. I know a lot of y'all been asking, like, yo, when it, what day? And there is no day. It's when, when y'all we feel pop like up when, it, when the feeling comes up. I like that. <laughs> yeah, there's no day, right? Uh, but the same thing, we're going to nail down a day or try to nail down a day and be more consistent with, with all due respect. Um, yeah. So today is Avenatti versus Cosby. <laughs> we do an yeah. Avenatti or Cosby versus Avenatti. Who gets with all due respect? Um, so the way you want to start with this, man, you want to start with um, with the uh, jargon. Where, you, where are we going with this first? You know, how the jargon with Avenatti or the jargon with Cosby, or just the jargon in general. I mean, let's let's go back the jargon in general with Cosby and words that were thrown at the man. I mean, let's be honest. I was one of the few people that was a I, I rock for Cosby, and I took a lot of abuse for that. You know, I'm not saying the man's right or wrong, but every time I would even mention the name, it's, oh, my God, I can't believe you went there. Or, oh, guys, man's guilty. All this all this negativity. Um, and I felt that the man was railroaded from the beginning. And now this coming out with this so-called technicality. I mean, how is a violation of due process of technicality, man? It's like I'm just trying to be fair in this whole entertainment schism we're in or whatever you want to call it dichotomy is like a, a reality where it's like this cancel culture and it's kind of ironic talking about Avenatti he's like the first victim of reverse cancel culture because he's one of the first dudes right because now cancel culture came back and bit him and because a lot maybe the way he came to Trump and the way his MO the way he came at Trump that his heart was unclean in the first place and then it goes back to him robbing Stormy Daniels of that 300 grand earlier like a couple of years back the guy's been a grind ball. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It seems like maybe people that have been done wrong are being done right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But shout right, out. Well, let me, let me give you this. Let, let's take a look at this. Let me get your take on this because you said you haven't seen this. No, I didn't see something. So just let's break this down. Look, yeah. look at his face. Just just look at the body. Look at his face from the jump. Oh, yeah, the body language, the eyes. Yeah, he's really... uh. Pensive, really thinking about what he's going to say right. next. So now here he goes. <laughs> he takes off. Ever notice how heroes just emerge? They're not so much born as they just appear out of nowhere. And that happened a few years ago in this country. Now that hero went by many names. We called him the creepy porn lawyer because he was. But over at CNN, they called him something different. They called him a future president. All right, hold on. Creepy porn lawyer? How's creepy porn lawyer? How's that not slander? Because he's creepy <laughs> and his clients a porn star, you're a porn lawyer. Yeah, Shout but when you call it like it is on the left, they call you like some type of hate criminalist or something on that level. So, I mean, so now check this out. Trey, go you got a comment. Shout out to David Hensley. We oh, will give up, you immunity if you testify. Then, uh -huh. after Cosby testifies, they prosecute him. Definitely not a technicality, right? No, and, and I think that's what we're gonna find out. But check this out. Let's go ahead. Value most if they decide they value a fighter. Look. Ever notice how heroes just emerge? They're not so much born as they just appear out of nowhere. And that happened a few years ago in this country. Now that hero went by many names. We called him the creepy porn lawyer because he was. But over at CNN, they called him something different. They called him. A future president value most if they decide they value a fighter most yes people would be foolish to underestimate michael yeah. avenatti the existential threat to the trump presidency the mic the mic's muted that's a lofty claim what what the presidency yeah did you hear what he just said an existential did see people let things like that fly by yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. And they, if you don't catch it, it becomes fact and becomes Yo, history. You call yeah. something an existential threat. 
Hold on. Existential. Shout out to Existential, too. <laughs> Shout out to Existential. Yo, that is all right. That's right. And existential. It is a global catastrophic event. All right. Is a threat to something's very existence. Right. So Trump would no longer cease to exist. Right. And the term actually means something that threatens to destroy the planet. Right. Or, right, or, right. All right. But let's carry on. These people are extreme. But I people just let that fly by like that. I agree. They just let that fly away. Please welcome okay. attorney Michael Avenatti. No one has talked tougher directly to Donald Trump on TV than Michael Avenatti. And Donald Trump is afraid to mention his name. Michael Avenatti is a beast. Okay, that's true. Look at this guy. Mm-hmm. All ready to be on the... <laughs> Come yeah. on, son. You want He's just swinging. He's just swinging from, from vine to vine, right? He's just... <laughs> Yo, look at him. And look how she's looking at him. Yo, these liberals, the, the leftists are... Yo, like... <laughs> They're heavily invested. They're heavily invested. So they yeah, got a lot of egg on their face. Everybody's so third party, bro. Or well, you got to be third party, especially in that realm. <laughs> you So you have to be? You have to. Politically, I think you have to be third party. The right, congressman's so not feeling this today, or you know what I mean? Get the congressman's coffee, all that. Yeah, it gets third party. All right, so let me let me ask you a question. So Cosby versus Avenatti, who's more third party? Cosby would have to be. You mean Cosby has a personality? What do you mean? So who do you? Because I, I don't know Avenatti personally, and I don't yeah. know Bill Cosby. But who Either. do you think would suffer from more third partyism? Oh, Bill Cosby, definitely. You the cause so? going back to Fat Albert and all them voices he did and all the all his legacy. Yeah, he's definitely more third party. So I'm curious, you guys. Do you guys think who do you think has a bigger ego? When we they don't even know what we're talking about third party. E ego third party is like when you become out of side of yourself and say you're like uh say you're uh, Elvis and you're in a hotel and you're like with your people. Yeah, Elvis needs a drink, and people are looking at who did he just refer to himself in the third party? When you refer to yourself in the third party, sometimes the fourth and fifth party when you really get full yourself. Yeah, but if you get a couple, like, if you get a couple you know, of dollars, all of a sudden it becomes uh Raheem is not happy with the quality of the uh mushrooms, and he yeah. now this is me talking about me yourself, yeah. And it's like is memory tech we always talk about it's a certain point of success or money or bread or whatever, and it's like a something pops in your brain, like a and now all of a sudden you're third party, and so you let can't me fight, go back. Let me fight for Avenatti, right? Because, yeah, because Bill Cosby had sustained success, so Cosby, yeah, was third party. Right, but he's had sustained success, and this guy has gotten thrown into the media. He age. has like clout chasing third partyism. Yeah, but he's got the news fawning over him like, and he, he's a beast. He's a beast, and he yeah. keeps popping Donald Trump and all of his folks in the mouth repeatedly. He's a beast, and yes. so uh, John Meacham says he may be the savior of the republic. I owe Michael Avenatti an apology for the last couple of weeks. I've been saying enough already, Michael. I've seen you everywhere. What do you have left to say? I was wrong, brother. Those were not cable news clips. That was an IQ test, and everybody on that tape failed. Tucker, Tucker. All right. So, what's your take on this, though? Does does what is what what do you think? Three hundred grand from three hundred grand from a from a so-called client. Yeah. So I think Tucker describes issue them this. driver's licenses. They're not capable. They fell for it hard. In a single week, in March of 2018, if you can remember that far back, 
MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, and NBC News interviewed the creepy porn lawyer a total of, not making this up, because we counted, 147 times. Yo, this is why I'm saying he might be more third party than Bill. You might be third party than Bill? Okay. Because Bill got, yeah, Bill is a bigger celebrity, but mm -hmm. he, he didn't make the news cycle 140. Over the time, he, Bill has. That's what I'm saying. So I hear what you're saying. But maybe because, yeah, the condensed um, amount of media attention he got one time, I hear what you're saying. So it kind of lifted him up. So it could, it brought him to a level where it's not like TV fame. He's he's political world famous. Exactly. Him coming at Trump at the time. And that's why the Democrats fell in love with him, because he was the only thing. They tried everything else. The grabbing by the P, the he's a racist, everything else they threw at Trump. And at that point, they okay, now we can go after the whole womanizing me too thing, cancel culture thing. And Avenatti was their boy, literally. And then with all the things so that's his, with Nike, that's, him no, trying that's to his jargon, extort Nike. Right? Go ahead, sir. No, no, sorry. That's his jargon, right? So yeah. He got the lawyer, he got the sleazy lawyer jargon. The lingo. Yeah, exactly. The marketing of the whole, how he sells, how he, his talking points, right? Hmm. Let's see where this goes. No, we gotta, we got to get in on that. We got to interview the creepy porn lawyer. Yo, he's killing him with yo, every time he says that. Yo, <laughs> yo, creepy porn lawyer. Like, and you got to remember, this is on TV. Yeah, which I'm okay. I'm all right with calling somebody what it is. Like, you're the I remember. I, I, I'm I'm gonna destroy the ending, but I think uh, Tucker goes in his bag on his on his knowledge of all that opportunity life. to talk to him in studio. Here's part of it. You've profited from Stormy Daniels. You've done tens of millions of dollars with the free media on the basis of your relationship with her, and she's working in strip clubs. You're exploiting her, and you know that. Why aren't you paying her some of what you're making? Sir, this is absurd. But answer my question. Why are you rich and your client Sir, is not... working in CD strip clubs? Sir, do you have any idea how much money I've earned? You're Yo. 300 grand? Sorry. No, 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 no. Tucker's talking about her. Yeah, living as a stripper, working as a stripper. And his response isn't about her money. It was about his. It's like, okay, you know that's, that's, key, that's key. Well, he's just being attacked, though, bro. So you're running no for idea. president now. You have no idea. Well, I know that you haven't paid your taxes. <laughs> and like so many lawyers, you were taking advantage of her. And you pose as a feminist hero because you are shameless and the other channels let you get away with it. But you're an exploiter of a woman and you should be ashamed of it. Roasted them. Yeah. Now the thing you see, I wonder. I wonder if internally he wanted to punch him. Who Avi? Avi? Yeah, you think Avi? Yeah, yeah. Avi. <laughs> this got that whole Italian thing to him. But he might have that whole, you know what I mean? Sopranos vibes. He might have wanted to give him a fresh one. To do something to him because <laughs> that was that was one of the most lighthearted. Uh, disrespectful thing. like i don't descending patronizing <laughs> yeah. no it was not any of those it was the most brutally honest but nicest, right. nicest way to call somebody a nice a way to say shit. i've never heard anyone call someone a piece of shit that easily did like, you call it euphemistic or not nah? nah it was no, no. listen <laughs> listen back Yo, hold on listen to what he said he, he didn't like how many lawyers you were taking advantage of her and you pose as a feminist look at his face mm -hmm. total apathy None. Zero. <laughs> he has no emotion at all. You were He's taking laughing. advantage of her. And you look at her face. Yeah. You pose as a feminist hero because you are shameless and the other channels let you get away with it. But you're an exploiter of a woman and you should be ashamed of it. So it wasn't the warmest interview yep. ever and actually got even 
more unpleasant off air. But we wanted to give you the coda to the story. How did it wind up? Where is he now? Well, today, the creepy porn lawyer met the fate so many of us knew was coming to him. He was sentenced to 30 months in prison, in this case, for trying to extort the shoe company Nike. By the way, he's still facing several separate trials, including one concerning allegations he defrauded Stormy Daniels, which he apparently did. So the question for us is basically a political show, is what does this mean for creepy porn lawyers presidential? Yo, <laughs> why well, can't doesn't he have a name, man? <laughs> Come on, Tucker, bro. Who wrote this? See, we need to find out who's writing for Tucker. That's who we need to interview. Creepy porn lawyer. That's the way they put those words She's together. Still what America yeah. needs. Francie Hakes is a former federal prosecutor. She joins us tonight. Francie, thanks so much for coming on. And I should say, uh, yeah, there was a video where they where they played it, and it was like he was Christ, and he, you know, they. They, they was going crazy on the left or whatever the case may be. He was their man at one point, bro. He was a, until he like kind of exposed himself for the, you know. Oh, right. you, got, you, sent the, you sent the video over, right? Mm -hmm. um, let me play this because you said you wanted to see this. Hold on. Uh, this was the 300 right here. Yeah, the 300 grand. Yeah. I knew he was. Doing, I knew it was done when he screwed Nike over. In two alleged schemes, one involving his former client Stormy Daniels. CNN national correspondent Sarah Seidner has interviewed Michael okay, Avenatti, and you now have the, this scoop. Uh, we know that he's already been charged in several financial crimes, including that that whole Nike case. Mm -hmm. What are the latest accusations involved? So the uh, government, of course, had to put forward the uh, official indictment uh, before the end of the month. When it comes to the Nike extortion case, they're accusing Michael Avenatti of extorting Nike uh, for more than $20 million. Uh, that is one case. What is new and unexpected is this other charge, two charges, one of fraud and one of aggravated identity theft. Uh, mm. That involves, as they call it, victim one, who turns out to be Stormy Daniels, uh, we have learned. So th that indictment involves a book deal uh, that he had uh, brokered for Stormy Daniels. You'll remember uh, the book. It was called Full Disclosure. Uh, Stormy Daniels published that book. It was a story of her life, uh, but also the story of what happened between her and then uh, Donald Trump in 2006 when she says they had a sexual encounter. And she described... <laughs> Yeah, All right, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. So, oh, you said you slept with Donald Trump? I got you. <laughs> I got you. No, nah, don't worry about it. I'll take care of everything. Yeah. Do you think he vetted her? Or like, I, th like I think he had limited options, so maybe he had the rock roll with it and made the best of it, maybe. But three hundred grand ain't that even. It ain't the three hundred thousand is not even a lot of money. Like I can well, you see, got, you got, a, you got a lot of marks. It adds up, I guess. For like maybe a lot of these lawyers. Nah, because you way. lose that. You lose mm -hmm. all of the money. You you okay. can't ever practice law. Like at least she's never going to be able to work anywhere ever again, right? I mean, oh, it's too low ball of a mark. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah like is three. You're gonna do it. Do it, right? Is mm -hmm. that worth? I mean, do you, I? I don't. I can't put in, I don't know, for, for me, and it might sound crazy, like, 
I don't even think there's an amount of money I'll consider going to jail for. Because I've been right. to jail and I know what the experience is like. Yeah, and nobody not, wants to go to jail. I, I'm not yeah. with it at all, bro. I'm not with the, I, it's having your liberty removed is just a terrible experiment. Like experience. It's just and not they talk experience. about me too that they never talk about, you know. So <laughs> I'll leave Yo, that there. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I I listen, you know? it's absolute madness. So my thing is, is now who, how do you take the, the media serious after they kissed it behind for 180 something interviews? How do you take the media serious with a lot of things they put out there and then they have to walk back? So I, 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 I feel you on that. I mean, is there any other examples right, of that? Trump hater. Oh, let me see. Is this the one? Is this the one where they did, she, she calls them? Is he, God is he, you are the God. You are from Jesus. Jesus. And, yeah, she went crazy. Nah, it's not this one. I I don't know who it was. It, it may have been on. Uh, it might it might have it, it been on something else, but it's absolute madness. It, yeah, the it, general it, consensus was definitely like like inflated praise. You know what I'm saying? And it, it got to the point where it got really cringeworthy. As real quick right through so and it did that super fast like mm -hmm. it got cringy real fast oh all right so the question becomes how fast does everybody lose that guy's number at what yeah what event you think was the turning point where people were like yeah lose this guy's number that's a good question now nah, i'm saying like like immediately like immediately like it's over um wouldn't it have been the 300 grand moment? I don't know. It might not. It might not. It, like, what does it take? Because he was partying with Don Lemon and the Hamptons and all of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go from you go from chick kicking it at Don Lemon's house. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he wasn't clout chasing. He was clout. He was clout racing. Yeah, he was clout racing. He was like, it's cool. cool to say. That's like 15 minutes from here where they at, right? Okay. Like that doesn't even sound like I'm going to Sarge Park to hang out with. Don Lemon, yeah, it just doesn't even sound right to me. Like, what's the other? Was that other real nice place by you? Was it Sag Harbor? That real nice place? Yeah, Sag Harbor's out here. Sag Harbor's. Okay, right. Okay, okay. But but I'm saying, can you imagine going to say you going to Don Lemon's house to hang out, buddy? Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. After being on the after being on the live segment, right? Been going to yo, you be looking like homeboy from Florida. Which one? Which dude from Florida? You Not Gillum. McGillum, yeah, it's Gillum. Gillum. <laughs> I was just talking about him the other day. <laughs> you go to you go to you go to Don Lemon's house and get Gillum. Get the Angel Gillum suite, right? <laughs> yeah, you get the Gillum suite. Yeah. No, you call it the Gillum treatment. The Gillum treatment. Getting Gillum, right? It'd be, it'd be looking real crazy, and it just you know. Imagine, imagine that was a dude that was running for uh, governor of Florida too, right at the time, right? Andrew Gillum, right? He was something in Florida. And he, he almost beat, he yeah, almost beat the Santos, right? That yeah. was the guy who wanted to put the Santos, right? Yeah, I think, I believe so. So, mm -hmm. so hold on. Now, let's go to Cosby because I think this, um, I think this, in, this, in, this is a very, very interesting uh, interview right here. All right. Because because we did catch a lot of flack. I was, I, I, now I'm going to tell you, right? Like, 
and if I'm wrong, get in the comment section and let me know. Some right. of y'all may have never done drugs, uh, have done or have used any any illicit street drugs, and and this conversation isn't for you. As a teenager, you've probably never experimented with anything. And, and listen, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for never having. You know, I'm happy for you that you've never been in a, a situation where you've smoked or ingested any illegal substances, nor am I promoting that you should, right? However, each each era, and stop me if I'm wrong, Trek, but each era, generation, no matter what you call it, from the 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, had a drug of the day. They had their thing. Every generation. Mm -hmm. Whether it was snuff, yeah, snuff. <laughs> you know, it was the cocaine. Yeah, it's not <laughs> snuff. Not right? a lot of people know about that though, Tuck. You guys can't go there. <laughs> you can't date yourself, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but just look it up. Just look that up, was it. Know? It used to be in cartoons. Remember, like Tom and Jerry and stuff back in the day. They were like oh, put buddy. snuff. <laughs> oh, buddy. So like every generation, every generation has their snuff. They had their vice. They had their thing. They did. Yeah, agreed. Bro. So in yeah. this generation. Mm -hmm. They popped a couple of quaaludes. Yeah, that's what I said before. It was that life. It was the 70s. It was the free love. It was coming off of Woodstock. It was all that. And it, a lot of these times, these women were asking for these quaaludes or so-called um, drugs. And and Pill Bill, as I love to call him, with all due respect, shout out to Bill, he was just supplying it. And it's like, if nah, he wouldn't have supplied it, okay, he might have been no, the worst Bill, case scenario. This is terrible. This is terrible because Bill loses with all due respect. He, he does. <laughs> I have zero respect for Bill Cosby. I'm I know so he do. I know Eddie do. Murphy at this point on this one. I told Bill, have a Coke and a smile and shut the... Because <laughs> who are you? Now, Eddie Murphy pointed this out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Bill yeah. called me telling me what to say and do, and you can't. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Eddie. I remember. So I was always like, "Wait, that's that's not." So now then, you, you get caught out there, right? You get yeah. caught out there because you was definitely smashing. He was smashing shorties. Right? I mean, bro, he was young and, and making bread in the early '60s, '70s. The only reason I'm saying he's wrong is because he's a married man. True that. I feel you. I feel you. I so, get you so on that. I feel you on that. I get even you on if, that. No, I respect even that. if your wife is down with it, you still y'all are violating the whole commitment, the whole thing. Like there's no way to clean it up. No, I agree. But if his own wife is able to rock out with him, I think we should be able as, as watching from the outside uh, in. I think see, that's where we, you that's where you end up where we at today. Because people willing to like it's like, well, you know, nah, bro, that's politically correct. Well, but they always know. want the wife to like separate. Look, look when Bill got caught in the scandal with Hillary, right? With mm -hmm. the whole um Lewinsky thing. And right. everybody wanted uh Hillary to leave Bill, or they probably broke up anyway in on the inside, but on the outside, they had to keep it together as a team. So I think sure. the first thing they want to attack is the wife and the solidarity of the family. Once you have that, everything else is gone. So I think Camille standing with Bill Cosby all throughout that, regardless of what people were saying, regardless of the allegations, a lot of which came back as lies. And nobody wants to really talk about that. And I said it back then, the fact that they left Bill Cosby in jail as an 80-year-old man, damn near blind, and they let out Takashi 69 and Michael Cohen, it was laughable at that point for me. Because if it's really about Corona on the left side, when they talk about Corona, if it's really about getting vaccines, and it's really about taking care of the elderly, who they said was the main goal of detriment and the main target of Corona at the time, why not let Bill Cosby out? That was like a no-brainer. And when that didn't happen, that's yeah. when I realized the fix was in. And not, not even on race, not even on whatever. That's the whole political schism, the left versus the right against this whole so-called vaccine that ironically Trump brought out there. 
And now they're trying to give Biden the credit for getting it out, for, for, for disseminating it or getting it out to the public. But they still look how they attack Trump for trying to get it out there in the first place. So it's like a lot of disingenuity and a lot of times the people being heard are the people watching the news. And, and they're pretty much the cannon fodder for all this all this garbage that goes on. So yeah, yeah. let's let's check this out. Yeah. Hold on. Right, hold on, let me see. Oh, oh, oh that's that's spent. That's um, the dude, uh, yeah, stench here. Hold on, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> remove stop screen. I forgot to hit, I forgot to hit the audio button, ladies and gentlemen. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon oh, we're on, me. You were muted all that time. <laughs> no, 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 we're good. He was, was just playing. Playing. I was playing. Hit the audio. I was playing. Oh, okay, it's still doing it. Years of a three to ten year prison sentence, but recently the Pennsylvania's highest court overturned his conviction, saying that the comedian's due process rights were violated. The court found. So now, what's crazy, right, mm -hmm. is that his lawyers his had due, made an agreement. His due process his rights being violated. He would not be people charged. People saying, "Oh, it's a technicality." Like that that's not a technicality. I, I mean, shout out to Judge Joe Brown for saying that too. Yeah, but that you're minimizing co the Constitution at that point. Yeah, like, and they, and they knew about it. It's not like they didn't know about it. It's like that they didn't know about the deposition and then making that agreement. It was there. And they, but the guy was on a on a witch hunt, political witch hunt, saying I'm going to get Cobbsy as a, as a platform to get elected, and I think that's crazy. And right, hold on a second, bro. Do you see what it says on the screen? Say, when you got the quaaludes, was it in your mind that you were going to use these quaaludes for young women that you wanted to have sex with? The answer was yes. Now, what's crazy is All I right. think the lawyer talks about, his, his representative talks about that one of the women would deposed and said, yes, I went and asked him for it. Yes, I took uh, yeah. it. Yes, yes, I knew I was going to engage with, you know, Oh, let's see where this goes. Documents from 2005 that were obtained by the Associated Press. He admitted to giving one woman quaaludes in order to have sexual relations with her. Well, there's a lot to get to here. Let's bring in Bill Cosby's spokesman, Andrew Wyatt. Andrew, thanks for coming on. Yeah, there you go. Thank you so much for having me, Sean, and thanks to your host as well, your, your, your co-host. You bet. So, Andrew, um, I know you guys have been talking about the coverage of, of Bill Cosby. I, if you watched the show before, even if you haven't, uh, I have a ton of issues with corporate media, how they cover stories, what they cover, what they don't, how they source stuff. But I want to understand your angle here first, because Mr. Cosby was convicted by a court of law and let off on a technicality. So you've been very clear that you- Wow, you see how he just slid that in there, though? On technicality. You see, Speech. and this is why I tell everybody you can't trust media on either side. Really. On either side, yeah. Because yeah. you, you... Uh, and let off on a technicality. So they both have an agenda for the soap part. So you gotta like be that that marriage port in the middle and this just disseminate the news. Very take it in. Yeah, you're right. Clear that you think the media has covered this case unfairly. Explain how. Well, first off, first and foremost, thank you for having me on the show on your show. Uh, watch your show, uh, and I enjoy people who put out the facts, the facts and truth. However, uh, the Constitution is not a technicality. The Constitution has never been a technicality. The Constitution... You hear that? Yeah. That's the biggest part to this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, watch your show, uh, and I enjoy people who put out the facts, the facts and truth. However, uh, the Constitution is not a technicality. The Constitution is not a technicality. 
So when you hear these media outlets talking about, oh, he was let out on a technicality, he was let out because his constitutional rights were violated, folks. Right. The Constitution has never been a technicality. The Constitution uh, is like the God, law, statute, and commandments. It wasn't given to us as a suggestion. It was given to us to live by uh, so that we're protected and we have equal rights. Uh, Mr. Cosby's Fifth Amendment rights uh, were violated. This is a man who waived his Fifth Amendment rights, uh, sat for a deposition because the prosecutor at the time, Bruce Castor, the former DA, said that Andrea Cunston gave inconsistent statements to five different law enforcement agencies, so he foreclosed on any uh, form of convictions against Mr. Cosby. He foreclosed on it, sent him to civil court, where he settled out of court for $3.38 million, waived his Fifth Amendment rights, sat for a deposition that you just showed an excerpt from, and that's what mainstream media gave the public excerpts uh, of the deposition, not the full structure of the deposition. If you read before that excerpt, they asked Mr. Cosby, did you give women uh, quaaludes without their permission, drugs for sex? Did you drug them? He said, no. I had those in the 70s, which he was in his, his 30s at the time, because that was the party drug, the drug that young people liked. And they were called disco biscuits. And the woman... Yo, disco biscuits. Disco biscuits, <laughs> buddy. Come on now, folks. That, that's not a term of endearment, bro? <laughs> Yo, disco biscuits sounds crazy. Yeah. It's probably, I wonder if there's a band called Disco Biscuits. Probably, right? It's if not, there like should a, be. A 70s band. Y'all bet. You heard it here first, with all due respect. That's Disco our next Biscuit. album, Disco Biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> Attack of the Disco Terry, Biscuits. He talked about Teresa Saragonese, and she said, I uh, waited till he got through performing. I went to him and said, do you have any quaaludes? He said, yes, gave me a couple. And we went and had sex. So those are the facts. And the media, mainstream media of an insurrectionist that they want to say raided the Capitol. It's mainstream media. Well, I call them media insurrectionists. Well, I don't want to get into Bill Cosby's sex life, but in an interview with NBC, Cosby's accusers reacted to his release. So let's take... Oh, no. Did you see this track? <laughs> no. The accusers <laughs> reacting. So this is the this is the reaction from all of the women that accused. Oh, them. oh, like the meet the Me Too response, basically. In a word, how did you feel when you heard the? All right, oh, look at this panel. Look, you at got this the Zoom panel. panel up there. Yo, come on, hold on. It's not full screen. Hold on, yeah. Look at this. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, folks, but like, <laughs> I think it's a little bit. It's gonna come off a little mean spirited, though. I don't know. I feel it. What's coming off mean spirited? Whatever you're about to say. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I just said, look. I just say <laughs> Just look at this panel. Like you gotta look at this. Look at this panel and be like, Bill Cosby raped us all. Yeah, yeah but come on, son. I'm not buying it. Come on, man. It was, it was fabricated. I mean, it was manufactured, man. It was like I don't know. Yo, it was like the, the witch hunt of the day. They look and it went, like and it went the, they look. I'm sorry, right? But they they do look like the the what do you call it the the Charlie's Angels of uh what what is this alleged the, rape the, the, the toxic angels of 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 toxic masculinity <laughs> yo I could I could name any leftist anything in this panel could could be it right all right so so this is the panel on 
<laughs> yeah, just fill in the blank. You could just you could you could fill in any any blank there. Yeah, um, like you I hear like a discussion on intersectionality or right right like, there, bang. <laughs> this is the toxic masculinity panel discussion. Yeah, we are your we are the the speakers for the 2021 toxic masculinity. Um, uh, so we're your your birthing person panel. This is the critical race theory uh, symposium. <laughs> this this looks like the group. This looks like the group of people that that they they could be talking about like some weird addiction right now. Yeah, like yeah. Or, or the hairy, the hairy walk, the hairy thing. <laughs> yo, yo, like, like, powder ooh. versus crack, and that that whole deal. I don't know that, that whole, how that got decided. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Um, snuff, C span books, maybe even. <laughs> yo, um, a book review. <laughs> Hold on, they they all look like they've been abducted and tortured by. Yeah, so you it could be a UFO video too. I agree. It could be a UFO meet. <laughs> a, it could be a gang stalker video. A lot of I don't know if you I, know about I, gang stalking. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely a stalking stalking yeah, talk or forum. Uh, this this is a group of people who can't keep their plants alive. <laughs> they have brown thumbs. <laughs> this is the brown. This is the first brown thumb meeting ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear this. The brown two movement. <laughs> okay. Is it possible? Is you know, is it possible for black guys to have toxic masculinity, or is that limited <laughs> to white guys? And then, uh, no, it, it actually started with black males. I remember there's a female walking through Harlem, and she had a boyfriend. The video went viral, and she had she was scantily clad. And she was filming herself walking through the hood. And as everyone was catcalling her, hey, what's up, whatever, whatever, they turned that into the first instance of toxic masculinity and saying black men were over overly sexualized because of how they treated this woman. So, yeah, it goes both All ways. Right, so two, two points for track for using scantily clad. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and catcalling in a sentence. The in a sentence. And, the and it made sense, right? The, I think the, the motif of the old... Uh, the over over sexual black guy goes back, right? But I yeah, think, it does. I, it think, does. I think black guys, I think black guys can not be toxic. I don't know. I don't you know. Don't think, I, don't I think know. I, you don't think it can. All right, because I don't even know. I don't even know what toxic mass. I mean, I don't think it's even a word. I'm just, I'm just going from the left. I'm just bearing with him to say, say it's, it's a thing. It's a, re, it's a revolting, yeah. a, re, a revolting concept to me. Like it's just like the whole critical race theory is like the invention of the left that they 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 took a topic. Put these words together. They have everybody fighting about this stupid concept and skipping the gist of it. And I, and that's part of the, the the agenda that the media helps push. And if all you got all these people from the left and the right on the air talking about how they hate critical race theory, but when you ask them, do you have you even read it or know what it's about? Can you cite one article? Uh, shout out to Mark Lawn Hill on that. They don't even know. So how can you argue something you don't know nothing about? Because not the average person. Is going to look into things like UTech or myself and do look at the definitions. They're just going to look fall for the jargon on TV. They're going to fall for the marketing. And I think Yo, that's everybody, everybody you know? on this panel right now looks yeah. like they lock their doors when a black guy walks by the car. Everyone on this has that ring app where you can, where you like, or you can snitch online yeah. if anything happens. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the neighborhood watch app. But <laughs> you see something suspicious? Shouts out to David Hensley. He said, got it. I was just curious because I guarantee you that panel would be <laughs> hypocrites on the issue. Facts. 
That's a fact. Yeah, I'm like, let fact. me stop trying to roast them. They just look all psychotic to me. And people don't understand there's scientific experiments that have been done about group thinking, social thinking, things that the hive mind to when yeah, and things that people will agree to given a certain set of circumstances. And if they're persuaded a certain way, large groups of people can be convinced to think or do something. Like, it's just a fact, right? You always talk, you always talk about confirmation bias. So yo, shout out to Zinga, shout out to Scott from Two America. She said, they some of them look like they detransitioned. Mm. Yo, I, I don't look at this panel and go, these are the group of people Bill Cosby raped. <laughs> like... Yo, none of them look like they would let anybody get away with that for five. Like the lady on the top, right, bro? Especially at the time in the Come 60s. Come on, bro. Man. Nobody raped you, lady. Come on, son. I mean, is it possible? Sure, but is it likely? No, I don't think it's likely. I, mean, I, it's I think I think the word rape is being thrown around as being repackaged as something else. And I, I mean, that's the problem, bro. I remember All when right, I was so going to college, bro. Let them talk. Yeah, now they're about to curse out Bill Cosby and talk about his release, and this is their reaction. Okay. This is this is what we got. Uh, where's the video? Right here. Shocked. Stunned. Thickened. Stunned. Distraught. Nauseated. Disgusted. Confused. The anger. How? How? Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. They answered in sequence. Yeah. Yeah, they're all prep. Get, think of one word to describe your feeling of the verdict, and that's, and then they all went one so by one. You look like Bill Cosby gave you a quaalude, and you, 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 you tightened them up and bounced off. And then they hit you up and was like, you know, that time that you, you remember you told someone at your party that we had a party, and you told someone you slept with Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. I, I think they, they went and really got these people and was like, Did he gave you drugs? Are you saying he gave you drugs? Yeah, I'm saying I asked him for it. No, this reminds me that whole drugs. this whole panel, the way it looks, reminds me of that New York Times uh article or uh front page story where they had like the whole the 50 women and that Brady's bunch type grid. Mm -hmm. And that's what this whole thing comes off like all and then like I said, a lot of those stories, at least 80% of those stories came back as as fallacies or untrue. I remember the one Playboy bunny that said Bill Cosby was in the Playboy mansion, and when they checked the records, the man wasn't even in town. So it's like, and that was one of the early ones that got that got debunked. So it's like if you're gonna take someone and have have the receipts, as the young kids love to say, have the facts behind it and don't have someone go to jail for three years of their life to come back and be like, oh, by the by. Oh, it's a technicality, quote unquote. Oh, you can get out now. How? I mean, how do you walk that back? And everyone's everyone's talking about how they're going to civilly sue bo sue Bill. Sorry, but what about who Bill's going to sue now? No one, no one's talking about that. I sue everybody. That's what I'm saying. No one's talking about the case that Bill may have, which I think is really funny. You know. So let me let I mean, me ask you a question get real quick. Not to go not to go too yeah, far yeah. into this, right? Yeah. But this is where I lost a little respect for quote unquote some some black comics that went in on Bill Cosby from the door. Hannibal Barris is the world that started it. I agree. Um, uh, D.L. Hughley's of the world, uh, the Tom Joiners of the world, uh, Ricky Smiley's of the world. Arguably, I mean, a lot of people turned their back on Mr. Cosby, and he helped a lot of people. And there's only uh, anathema, if you will, was when he came again, um, said what he said about black America, kind of how he came at Eddie Murphy about cursing in his comedy skit. So it was kind of a throwback to that. But technically, if you're on the right side and the things that Bill said was Bill was saying, it's pretty conservative based. Pull up your pants. 
being a decent person. Kind of like the whole Jesse Lee Peterson uh, narrative. It's basically, it just fell flat. And so just I'll, like Monique. It's nitpicking. Ahead, it's nitpicking, right? When I, when I say, so here we run into this problem, Trek, and this is why I always like, like our conversations we have off air because it's like an examination of the idea of celebrity, right? right? So this is what it brings out for me because now I have to deal with why are these people important? Like, why is it, why does it matter, right? For me, it's a nitpick to point out the fact that he's not, like you said, if his, my argument would be, okay, well, he kind of, he kind of fake though, because he knocking chicks down and he married. You yeah, like, yeah, wait yeah, a minute, his, his, his wife is with it though. Yeah. Mind your, mind your business. So then I wouldn't say she's going. with it, but she's she's gonna work through it and be the wife and the traditional. Nah, she, nobody yeah. has nobody has that many people who put. I'm not denying that those women had possibly had allegedly had sexual encounters with Mr. Cosby. Right. Let's right. say. Right. Now. You don't have fifty. That doesn't happen to any woman. Fifty. No, bro. No. Nah, you got to be down with it. You know, yeah, if, like, you're going, if you're going back a couple times to the man's place, that's a, a, a iota of complicitness. So you can't just no, say, oh, I'm, by the by, I was Camille, in my eyes, the wife, right? The wife has to be like this. There's only two options. You right. have the mentality of this is what Bill do. This is yeah. what Bill do. Like, this is how my, I know this Bill. My man, this is how this my is man gets Bill down. Do. Yeah. Right. 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 Or, or. I don't, you know, I'm just going to stay with him and I ain't, you know, it's none of my, you know, I'll act like I don't see anything. Mm -hmm. Or, mm -hmm. okay, wait, or a third, y'all both knocking it down and nobody cares about who she knocking down. They true track facts. They they both might be about that life. I didn't even think about you that. You might not even. So I, Camille didn't, Mr. Camille just didn't get caught out there yet or whatever. So, or, so, <laughs> so these, these, it's only those three are the thing, though. Like, these yeah, are the foundations of it, right? So only so three characters you go get picked. I feel you. Yeah. So listen, if, if, if you write, so if she's still with him and there's no talks of a divorce, and she's still with him. There's only those three possibilities with some nuances for family members, etc. Right. But there's very little room in there to be wrong about one of those three scenarios when it comes to his life. Now, my thing is this. If we're going to start locking people up, mm -hmm. knowing this, I think they know this is a Fifth Amendment violation. And I think oh, they, they knew. knew he had the bread to fight it. And that's what a lot of people are insane. If Bill Cosby didn't have, if people don't see people aren't attacked because you're specifically black or whatever. You're attacked because you're poor. You don't have the money to defend yourself. So if you don't have the right proper legal team to go at your certain attacks that you have in life, whether what span of the part of the fence you're on, you're gonna be attacked. So Bill Cosby was even he still he was a millionaire and still went to jail for three years. So let let that right, sink hold in. Hold on though. So hold on, because because okay. we can't we can't create a narrative in, in Avenatti versus versus Cosby, right? Right. So here's the problem. Go ahead. When we say attacked, right? Does this happen? Did this happen to the average person? Does this is this something that's happening to people all the time? And what I mean by that is, if you if you are in the lifestyle of partying and dealing with illicit drugs, right? right. Then there's the potential that this situation could happen. This is like so. Unless you tell him he they they want to destroy him because he's black, or they're after his assets and his 
and his property and they want to destroy his career, then we're going to have to say they who. Right. I can't do the blanket invisible they. I need to know who exactly. Yeah. And now, and now, who brought the case against Cosby? Do you know if the they Cosby? they could be they could be the whole left dynamic. They could be the whole nonprofit, the United Way people. I love to call them, and they, who have agendas to push things like abortion or anti-abortion or uh, intersectionality or yeah, rights. So that so I think that 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 scheme of people, whether it be the Democratic or that whole nonprofit level. They're the ones that push a lot of these agendas. They're the ones that push a lot of these cancel culture campaigns and get it to the point where, where it gets a lot of times. And that's why so I think my a lot question, of people, my question would be: so who's who do we hold responsible for what happened? Right? Clearly, it's the prosecutors, right? I guess the paper trail. Yeah, the whole the whole it's the paper. I mean, trail. I want to say so systematic the paper trail. Yeah. Right. What do you think should happen to the people that locked him up? Like, shouldn't there be some repercussions? All I the definitely way down think the there line? should be repercussions. But what what those will be, I don't know. Because the same system that sent Mr. Cosby be the same system might protect these certain people. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, yeah, but they, they, they let have, him out though. But they let huh? him out, so it, it can't be that bad though. Yeah, they let him out, but they still might have to pay him some. Because since he's so rich, wouldn't they have to pay him some type of what's it called retribution when you go to jail nah, wrong? And if they, convictions overturned, you were found guilty. That's the thing. So you were found guilty, right? Right. Of something, but what you were found guilty of, you wasn't even supposed to be charged with. So okay. it's one of these dynamics. Right. I'm no legal scholar, right? But let's see how this plays out. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. It's definitely a precedent. Explain it. But in my mind now, is it like like a fight that, that is a no contest? So like what is that? You know what I'm saying? Like like but what is Mr. That? Cosby really fight? Is he I mean is Mr. Cosby just trying to enjoy his life and enjoy the the, the, the what his grand grandchildren the little years he has left? Or you think he's really gonna fight this to the end? I, I mean I don't know. I, listen, I, I don't know either. Yeah, I, it's I one of those things, but I know it's a big victory for constitutional rights. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. The anger just kept growing and growing. Victoria, who are you most angry at? I'm angry at the legal system. We put our necks on the line and... What do you mean you put your neck on the line? They put their, they put their privacy intelligent. out there. They put their, 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 their story out there. I mean, I guess rape, a rape for a lot of people, I've never been raped, but I can imagine it's not an easy thing to talk about. So that the, if you have something pent up for 20, 30 years and you have to bring it out again and you went on with your life and your your people that you love don't even know anything about that that yeah, happened to you. That implies a threat, Trek. Huh? When you say you put your neck on the line, to me, that implies that you're being, th there's some threat, right? If you're saying this will happen to you, right? Okay, cool. Now, if this happened to you, here's my only problem. And y'all let me know if this makes any sense. If this really happened to you and it and it's this big of a deal, why would you wait? Yeah, and I didn't understand that either. Just like the same people why, that go after R. What, Kelly now. I get that it. All of y'all waited until why the same was it so, exact time. And they all come back out at the same time because now they have like group strength. Is that what it was? I don't know. Right. And he's and he's and and nobody's it's like all right. So I don't know if you guys know this track. This word insurrection has been getting thrown around a lot. Oh, yeah, I hate that. I, every time I hear that word, my eyes roll. I was like, come on. All Talk right, about so a word that's being thrown around, you know? All right, so, so listen, we got to be clear about this right here, right? There are five, 600 people, well, about 500 people locked up. 
and none of them have been charged with the crime of insurrection. Right. Not one person. So when you hear somebody say the insurrection on Jan, you know they're an idiot. Whether they're on the media, because you ask, all you have to do is say, name one person who's been charged with the crime of insurrection, because there's the legal definition, the legal crime of insurrection. It's a legal crime. It's a, a crime. And federal. And a minute, a minute anyone says insurrection, you, you know who sent them. You know what team they're with. And that's just kind of one of them words. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like intersectionality. Is that, is that, anyone that, that uses the, the word intersectionality now? and it's not tongue in cheek, you know what side they're on pretty much. And I hate to make it a side thing, but it, it kind of that's the kind of the age we're in. Everything, everything I don't think has it's a side thing. Over. I think it's I think they I think it's I think it's a lack of education, right? I think really it is because if if a person doesn't if you tell somebody what or if you give somebody the tools to decipher something and discern something for themselves, don't even tell them what it is. Here's a set of tools. Decipher this. Here's how to use the tool. What is this? Now you get now they look at it. I think once people understand how to do that, you won't, it won't be such an argument because people are smart, right? For the most part, I mean, if they're like, given if they're given the fact and the real talking points to disseminate the the, the not disseminate to the, the, the put together their own uh, synopsis or their own conclusion, yeah. But right. if they're given half truths and emotion as as opposed to fact, you're gonna get all this confusion, and that's what they want. They want people at odds. They want people arguing, like I said, about this critical race theory thing, arguing about all these tertiary things that don't have anything to do with what critical race theory is. And then, and after all that arguing, going back and forth, the segment's over. So I see what's going on. It's like they, they want to put out the information, but then they don't. So, I mean, and then, and me, and then what you have to, the, the, the result is confusion. So, right. Shout out to Zinga. They've been charged with trespassing. Some are getting 20, 25 years in prison. Oh, wow. Well, if you go to the Urban Conservative YouTube channel, I just put up a short portion of the interview with Cash Patel. And basically, some of these people are being held and they shouldn't be being held. They don't have prior records. Shouts out to Brother Charles. They say it because most of them are so weak, they're regurgitating what they hear. And that's what yeah. I'm saying, Track. These yeah. people are watching Pix 11 News on repeat four times a day. And this is where they're getting their paradigm from. So they're saying things, you know, the insurrection and the insurrectionists. And it's like, bro, nobody, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, you it literally. It becomes a new cool word to use. It becomes a new cool word to use. Right. So so it's the same thing with with, with, uh, with Bill Cosby. Right. And, and, the, and the reason I, like, I try to relate those two things is because the same way the, the media has con, con, convinced people Mm -hmm. of a perception of of something and somebody they did the same thing they're doing they're attempting to do the same thing with the events on january 6th right they there's so many distractions but it's like yo how did how do you have how do you turn black people against bill cosby and nobody's watching the case they love Bill Cosby before that. Like I say, all you have like is that. He said those things about the black community, and that was the whole created the whole schism between black people. And right, so but nobody really disagreed though. Nobody did. No, well, people did. Nobody dis people disagreed, but more with emotion and more from the communities, and more be like, "Oh, dare Bill say that about us?" Whatever, whatever. That's that's the people that that was a blowback, and that's what created the schism. And every time you would even mention Bill Cosby, somebody in the room would bring that up. The fact that Bill Cosby kept it real. Um, to, at least to his reality, and I think a lot of things the man said was true, and it just didn't, it just didn't, wasn't received well, and that doesn't mean it still wasn't true. And so that was that's what black, black community America. turned on him. 
So would yeah. you would you say a portion of the black community or the black community flipped on them? Like what right, the, the, the black right. Americans no, well said. I'm glad you said that. I mean that whole um, I want to say hood persona or whatever, but the whole um, community black person, the average black person in the street. Um, I wouldn't say on the right side of the game. I would maybe maybe some were, but for most on the left wing, whatever, whatever. Uh, hip hop crowd people like that, the pro-black, whatever community, they felt some type of way about them. Not all, but enough of them, because some people got it, and some people were able to, because even Monique, the um, comedian, she got, she almost got canceled for simply telling black women, hey, let's not wear these bonnets as much as we do. We, we're better than that. Let's, when we're out in public, let's, let's, let's lose the slippers. And she almost got canceled for that, for simply saying that. And that's, she's auntie to so-called black America. So, it seems like people don't want to be criticized. People don't. People hate the truth, bro. But it's the truth is one of the hardest things to ever unhear. Because once you hear it, you can't. I, you're never gonna forget that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I think. Yeah. I think so it's a loss of. We talking about a loss of standards here. Yeah, definitely right. loss of standards. Yeah. All right. So you got, got a media. You got a media that's promoting and getting and, and going yeah. crazy over sleazy porn lawyer. Right now. Right. Now. I so does the perception of what does it does this tarnish Bill Cosby right because it definitely tarnishes Avenatti right but does this tarnish Bill Cosby because all right outside of Eddie Murphy saying Bill Cosby told me not to curse right okay you got to respect that as an OG he's like yo listen you can make it without doing all of the n-word yeah you can do it big without that and then for, for Eddie Murphy to later in his career turn around and do Dr. Doolittle and these other movies that become his biggest and he, and I'm glad you said that. The way he dumbed down um, Coming to America too. a lot of people, I, I personally liked the movie. I did a review on it in Ground Zero, but a lot of people said, how are you going to make Coming to America? And that was all over the top, R-rated, the all these crazy scenes, the, work, the cursing, and then you make a PG downgraded version of it. For coming to America too, the sequel. Thirty years later, that's another thing that was long in the tooth to come out. So it's like I don't know. I mean, good point. You know, I I personally um didn't watch it. I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. I don't want to see it. I don't. Yeah, I, I can't, yeah. I can't I'm an Eddie Murphy it. fan, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still, and that's why I refuse to watch it. Right. Right. It's like it's like watching if if the wrong fighter goes to fight, I'm not watching that, bro. I think I only miss one Eddie Murphy movie, bro. The one Tank, because the reviews are so bad on it. It's a movie called Tank back in the day, and I never even seen it. I never. I, don't think, I may have saw the trailer, but I that's the only Eddie Murphy movie I never saw. So, uh, so so here's my thing. So does ahead, does Bill Cosby at this point lose? any credibility because i mean what do people expect that these people that are this famous and this have this much money are regular <laughs> like they're i mean they're they're exceptional meaning i mean you know, you know regular yeah. people regular mm -hmm. people cheat on their spouses like regular yeah. people like right. this happens all the time so now you give somebody unlimited resources and maybe potentially a partner who's gonna accept whatever you do I mean, can you like? I'm not condoning it, but like, whose business is that, though? Well, when you're in the public eye, it's kind of the, the your your fan and your viewership's business. But I hear what you're saying. Essentially, it's nobody's business. But when you're 
like I said, when you push. But we agree on that. So hold on. So with that, because that's the big part is that this is really nobody's business. Oh yeah, definitely none. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let me let me do this. Let's let's on the tail end of this. Let's pull this back up. This video with uh with these these uh oh the panel. (laughs) Uh, There we go. So this is their reaction. Then the legal system yanked the rug out from under us. See, that's what I'm saying. That's a money statement right there. Yank. You don't yeah. listen to what she said. I'm angry at the legal system. We put our necks on the line. Mm-hmm. You mean you put your neck on the line? So what about the the rights that were yanked from Bill Cosby? I mean, does that not matter? I mean, not clearly not to them. Not to them. That was yeah. <laughs> clearly not to them. You yo. So here's the thing that I learned, Trey. Yeah. And 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 I wish everybody could could just keep this in the front of your mind sometimes as much as possible, right? You right. never know what goes on in somebody's life behind closed doors. True. Right. right? You never you never know, right? What the status of somebody's life is, right? Like mm-hmm. what's actually going on at home. You know what I'm saying? Like what what their situation is, they live in situation and financial situation. You know, you don't know. Somebody right. may not disclose their health problems, things of that nature. So right. when I look at this panel and I go, okay, you don't know the backstory to any of these women's lives, really, unless you're gonna unless they're gonna drop a book now. But for her to make the statement that she feels like the legal system let her down. And And she put her neck out there. Mm -hmm. We have to decode or interpret what could she possibly mean by feeling let down. Like, how could you, how could the the rug be yanked underneath you if he's, if his constitutional rights, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a breakdown. This is a little weird. Do they feel that because, because he got everything dropped and vacated or whatever the, Legal legalese you want to work use? Do they feel that that hurts their chance to go after him civilly? Because that was like the first thing Gloria all read and her yeah, daughter said. I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to settle with you. Thirty years after we we uh you know any celebrity, we're not going to settle. Thirty years after you know that's like the Rolling Stones groupies now could come out of nowhere sue for forty years ago hitting you in the face with a fish. <laughs> what band was that? That was yeah. Back um, it was one of these. <laughs> It, you, you know what I'm talking about? It was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. rock bands that was slapping slapping girls with fishes. And that's not like, abuse, right? I know. <laughs> so, so wait a minute, bro. That person you come Your boy Ozzy biting off the rat, the bat's head, that's not animal abuse? I mean, imagine that happening now. <laughs> right, but I'm saying, so So you mean to tell me that the girl that got slapped by the fish, right, that yeah. that girl now should have a suit and she should she should be able to sue Right, she might have, all of the groupies yeah. from the seventies. Think does about she have, all the does she have standing now? <laughs> Yo, there was a lot of groupieism in the forties, fifties, and sixties. A lot of groupieism. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, groupie. Yeah. Yo, there's professional groupies. It was and then leading life. up to, and leading up to the Rat Pack. You know, the Rat Pack was wilding. Yo, uh, but, Dean but, Martin, yo, somebody Sammy. Do a documentary about all of the groupies. Like, yeah, the groupies. Like they were per, like, I'm gonna sleep with all of the members of the band. I'm gonna sleep with the security guard, and I'm call gonna it, be proud of it. 
call it Groupie Love Inc. <laughs> Incorporated. Yo, you heard it here first. Groupie Love Inc. We gotta find yo. If you know any old time groupies, let us know. Eddie, we Eddie want if you slept with Curtis Blow in '84, we want to talk to you. <laughs> hey man, wasn't Marilyn wasn't Marilyn Monroe technically a groupie or or was it like mutually mutual? Wait, say you that know? again. Marilyn Monroe wasn't she technically a groupie? Was she a groupie? Yeah, JFK or or nah? Nah, no. <laughs> nah, that doesn't work like that. I'm shooting that down. I don't think that works like that. Hold on. So so, let's see what this lady's saying real quick before we. All right, hold on. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Let's see. Back to chopped, stunned, thickened, stunned, distraught, <laughs> nauseated, disgusted. Confused. The anger just kept growing and growing. Victoria, who are you? Sounds like a gas pill like advertisement. The legal system. <laughs> we put our necks on the line and then the legal system yanked the rug out from under us. Yeah. Andrew, what is your response to these women? Distractors. Wow. One Distractors. word. <laughs> distractors. Deflectors. Uh. <laughs> One word. Distractors. Uh, if you look at the lady who is in the very top right hand corner, Catherine McKee, I sent her uh, new. Take a listen. Is it the lady I said? In a word, oh, how did you feel when you heard the news? He said distractors. I think he's talking about the lady Stunned. in the top right hand corner. Stunned. Oh, okay. What is your response to these women? Distractors. <laughs> One word, distractors. Yeah, uh, if you look at the lady who is in the very top right-hand corner, Catherine uh, McKee, I sent your uh, news organization, your producer, she accused Mr. Cosby of raping her in Detroit. Here we go. In 1974, <laughs> she was the girlfriend of Sammy Davis Jr. Uh -oh. She accused Mr. Cosby of raping her in Detroit in 1974. She was the girlfriend of Sammy Davis Jr., However, she sends Mr. Cosby a letter uh, on September 22nd, 1999. Your producer has the letter where she talks about how much she loves him and he's the greatest person in the world. And then she ends the letter and said, give my regards to Camille Cosby. But that's a rape victim. That don't sound no rape, rape victim to me. Nah, so not only does that not sound like a rape victim, that's say, yo, tell your wife I said what up. Yeah, 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 veiled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <it's> shade. <laughs> so that now that could only be interpreted two ways. Oh, threesomes, the Manaj days. <laughs> it's either the Manaj or or she or it was a secret. It's one or the other. Or someone was playing cameraman. I don't know. Maybe she was holding the camera. I don't know. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Yo, come on, son. We not throwing Camille. Yo, come on, man. Anything's possible, bro. Because Camille, that's Camille, dog. We can't. But it's possible. <laughs> yeah, respect the Camille. It is. It's possible. It's possible. Hold on, shouts out, see. Just yeah. don't be shocked, bro. When it comes out, <laughs> doesn't add up. Doesn't sound like a person who's been uh, raped and, and, and by Bill Cosby, raped and drugged. But Andrew, so, that's a lot of women accusing Bill Cosby. But just because the sheer volume of somebody that's saying something doesn't mean it's true. Uh, exactly. what America, all right, people have a hard time with that right there with that concept that a lot right. of people say something doesn't make it true. Like, right. 
a lot of people say things that just aren't true. It's just a lot of people just say things. Like they, they just hope they, the more you hear it, it just becomes true. You know what I'm saying? Like it be, it, it, no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. I'm saying the, the, you hear it, hear it, hear it, hear it. The perception that it's true, not that it is true, but no, the perception. But it never, the, no, track. It never becomes true. Yeah, it never becomes it's true. A, right. It just appears to be true. Yeah. They're just saying it is. It is a difference to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicking it, but it, it's. I can't acquiesce to that. I can't give them that. That's an acquiesce right. of not giving up. Like, because mm -hmm. because a thousand people believe something, or subscribe to something, or or say that something is something. I. I don't know. People yeah, that's, don't like that. that's all that confirmation bias you spoke of earlier, kind of. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Women don't lie, but it's the media's job also. Just before you bring a guest on, let's just say if it was somebody saying that, hey, I'm Bill Cosby's publicist, and you see me on television with Bill Cosby saying it, but you're going to vet the person. We're saying vet the women. They're telling us, no, we cannot vet the women because that's re-victimizing or victim, sh victim shaming. Wow. Mm -hmm. So why doesn't that part come out? We can't even we can't even get the can we put out their background? Yo, the lady on the top right said this. Yo, right. the lady on the bottom left, she came through the hotel. Yeah, if you scrutinize you can scrutinize Cosby the high hell, but if you scrutinize them, now it's victim shaming and all these other words come out. Basically. No, victim victim shaming. <laughs> it starts with intersectionality of the toxic masculinity. Oh, that's the start. Yeah, well, when equity and all them. What's the worst buzzwords start coming out? As I love uh, to call them, man. Victim, sh yo, victim shaming is a thing. And then it was what's the other one? Was it was it uh, whole shaming? Whole shaming is that what you said? That yeah. <laughs> shaming is definitely one. <laughs> no, I, I, I like slut shaming or something. Slut shaming with Amber Rose, yeah, because they had you the slut saying? like, like, yeah. like, oh, hey, so we we not supposed to <laughs> we not supposed to shame. Well, like shame is a good thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, shame is a good. It's corrective, right? <laughs> Yo, it's it's in the Bible. It it's in the Bible. One of, <laughs> it's one of the first emotions. They knew they right. were naked and they were ashamed. Put on some clothes, buddy. Like, it used to be in our penal system, but now it got turned into something else. It used to be really uh, Department of Corrections, but I don't know what the heck it is now. But. Wasn't shaming like a form of torture as well? Yeah, it could be. Not, it's not no, as I'm epic as, as water torture, but yeah. form of torture. I could be wrong. Shaming, yeah, because, 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 yeah, because it's one of the, another construct that's created the whole bullying uh, uh, phenomenon and every everything is bullying now, so... I no, I thought there was a contraption involved in like tarring and feathering and branding and stuff like that. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like medieval shaming, like you've been shamed. Are oh, you talking about real shaming? The real like, they tattoo like a, a retarded cow foot on your head or something. Right, 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 like, right, 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 right. The tribal stuff. Shame. Like it, it used to be bad. Now you just get you get blamed. You can't eat nowhere because people laugh. Like, at like you. when they so-called shame the albinos and sent them out of Africa, a certain part of Africa, I mean, a whole narrative. In the pro black side of the game, <laughs> yeah. So does 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 removing shame now allow for for you to have all of those type of things like where somebody could get away with with rationalizing promiscuity? I think that's like, where we're, I think it's, it's where it's where it's going. I think a lot of stuff, a lot of the whole um, transgenderism and the, a lot of the debauchery that's going on right now, it it, it, it desensitizes people. So the more you see it. The more it becomes that reality, the more it seems like it's okay, and even th but even things like shout out to Ron DeSantis, um, who's trying to bring back. Or I think he didn't bring back prayer to school, 
And I was, I, it was always weird to me why Timmy and Johnny can be taught how to kiss, but they can't be taught how to pray. And I was, well, well, yeah, that's a slippery slope, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right. The whole religion I, thing, I'm but gonna say the because, fact that it was right, part of America. The minute at one you point, enter, the minute you enter that, now why yeah. do we only have to pray one way when everybody? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. unless we're gonna open with everybody's everything. But can we examine why I was taken out of the school in the first place? I hear what you're saying, and I do well, agree. Well, because of the argument that I'm making, that which makes the most sense. If you leave it out, nobody's offended. If you include one and don't include the other, this is a like I'm uncomfortable now. What side do you think pushed the the? I guess it had to be bipartisan if it went through. But what do you think side started the whole push to take prayers out of school in the first place? Or maybe this should be another show. Maybe somebody can. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll build. I never really thought that. about it till now. You know. But I, I think, I think that was the left, right? I think that was the left, and okay. and the way we can look at the left saying that is because my argument that I'm making against it, right, or including it. But if you're gonna include it. You have to, I prefer you just have a moment of silence. Okay. And then everybody can do whatever it is they do or or not do anything. Right. <laughs> that, that could be your vice. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So here we're going to take 45 seconds to a minute of religious observance for everyone to, to, to do their thing. Yeah, you right? do that. You do your, do your ritual. <laughs> but to get on a loudspeaker and say, the Lord, our Father, Jesus, and that's it. Yeah, whatever they may be. If you need a rug, prayer rug, and just go maybe yeah, that's we're doing too much. We interrupt yeah. <laughs> now we're doing too much. The prayer now rug, right? Yeah, you're right. There's you're a right. lot of steps in some people's religion. Like you said, you're you right. gotta bust the rug out. You gotta and you gotta do it five times a day. You How do you work the five times a day? Uh, yeah, you do like we asking for a lot because everybody got something different with their spiel. It's gotta be uniforms, some at least uniform or somewhere. I feel you, bro. Yeah, so listen, just give everybody. I think 60 seconds is good. God, you, you can have a conversation with your God in 60 seconds. Yeah, because like you said, like a moment of silence, I think is definitely respectful. I know, I know I can have a conversation with God in 60 seconds. I can I can throw I can bless everything in 60 seconds, bro. So so yeah. I I think if it's done that way, then we win. But to to say that you have to pray specifically a certain way, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my argument. So that argument got converted into I just don't want prayer because it's unfair, and I'm an atheist, and that was more. It was more of a the leftist atheist angry liberals that were like, "Well, I'm an atheist." The condescending atheist did that. And then that opened the door for all the indoctrination and all this transgenderism. Hey, that's what I'm now. saying, because they're not coming with the rest of the traditional values. Right. See, as a religious person like me, what I'm saying is it's fair. I want the I don't want nobody to say, well, Raheem said he doesn't want prayer in school. No, I'm saying I want religious observance in school. I don't okay. want prayer because some people don't pray. Some people's religion doesn't require that. Some people's do. And if you don't if you don't educate people about other religions and other cultures, that's the problem. So we we wow. we initially when we look at how school started, we don't we don't always find we, well the school system once it was taken over by the government was changed because the religious practices would match that of the schoolhouse and the people in the community. Right. So this wasn't really something that would become an issue, right? So I mean it's it's definitely a whole nother you know rabbit hole that we could go down a whole nother show we could go down you know go down that rabbit hole with that but mm -hmm. I don't I don't think it's 
I think it's better to have the time of a religious observance than just saying we gotta have prayer in class. No, we gotta have religious observance time in class, and that's the okay. same thing. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Have you ever been to a school where they stopped the regular eight-hour day for anybody to make their religious prayers? No, we, never, no we never. We didn't come up in that era. It was already done by the time we started school, bro. No, I'm saying, yeah, okay, yeah, I agree. But I'm saying I've never seen nobody, um, hold on, prohibiting, she said prohibiting prayer in school is unconstitutional. And the flip side to that is, is allowing prayer in school, saying prayer in school is also unconstitutional. That's why what I'm saying is a a, a blank slate. Everybody got 60 seconds. Get it right with Jesus, Allah, Buddha, Devaki, Mithra, whoever you got. Right. You got 60 <laughs> seconds. Get it together. Mithra. The, it says the it says the Constitution says we'll make no law establishing religions. Right. So once you say that to me, it's not your job to establish it or unestablish it. It's not. It's out of your jurisdiction to it's tell just, somebody what religion they can practice or yeah. arbitrate on behalf of religion. You right. can't do that. Right. However, what I'm saying is there needs to be religious observance in the school so the Christian brothers and sisters can pray and they can thank Jesus and do what they need to do to, to, to feel whole and complete and ready to learn and, and everybody's respected. So the best mm-hmm. way, the most practical solution to the problem isn't saying put prayer in school, it's saying put religious observance in school. Because right. if you was observe that and you you cut you carve out that time, now everybody could even interact and learn about every everybody else's culture. Yeah, I just think, think, think it would be the right thing to do, and to bring back some type of structure, and maybe Something, if that structure that's was in place. That's how it originally was, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. That's how it, it originally was, and Zinga's right. It's it's prohibiting prayer in school is unconstitutional. If that school policy decides that they want to pray and everybody and all listen i went to school where they prayed in school and right. no matter what my religion it didn't bother me like it just I, it didn't hurt my soul like i don't know nobody that's really like that that's like i don't want no prayer in school i don't want my kids around the, like yeah i don't know a lot, of, a lot of people like that either that's a good point yeah it's not like no, people are against having prayer in school kids so why was it so easy like, to get taken away if most people aren't really against it really like that Yo, I don't know how many of y'all know any brothers and sisters from India, right? But they teach their kids, like, yo, other people at school have this religion. They're going to do that. Just sit there and do the work. They don't care what's what's going on around them. Yeah. You know, if they have their Hindu, they don't, they're not there to argue with you. They're not going to, they're not offended by you praying and do, because they have this set of God. So we have this very narrow perception of the way we think things should be. And I'm saying, we have to be practical in the in the approach, right? If you couldn't detect that homeboy, like uh, Bill Cosby was was like, all right, he's thirty, his wife is whatever, she's whatever, or he's doing a very good job hiding it, and he's mm-hmm. going through hell, but we don't see the divorce. So then we, how do we put this all together, right? With right. With, with him, because with Avenatti, it's easy, sleazeball, porn lawyer. So what you got? Mm-hmm. What you got? Ambulance but chaser. Is Bill Cosby uh-huh. is is Bill Cosby sleazeball comedian? Hmm. I don't know. Could be. It could have been a mask or a veil he wore. You know what I mean? And and 
and the characters he played and the, all, all the roles he's done is like, can you really trust the actor anyway? I mean, that, it's really difficult job to be an actor. You got to be Yo, Leonard's funny, bro. You know? Melted butter. Melted butter. <laughs> Melted butter. That's one of my favorite movies as a kid was Leonard. I don't yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, yo, it, if I went back recently, and when I mean recently, in the last couple of months, I went and looked at some scenes from the movie. It mm -hmm. is a terrible movie. It made terrible, right? Right. <laughs> it is absolutely atrocious. But it is a hysterical, like, just watching Bill Cosby, the Cosby show guy in the movie was, it was a thing for me. I, I mean, so... I also grew out of making people important or pe making people matter more because of something they do as it relates to entertainment, right? Because yeah, that's that's a hit song back in the day, like we always talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So if if we're gonna say with all due respect, who gets all due respect? Does Bill Cosby still get all due respect? And was Avenatti was he ever entitled to all due respect? I'm gonna say yes. Right. I'm going to say, yeah, he's entitled to all due respect. Do we respect the verdict track? So do, does he do we respect the verdict? Yeah. No. You talking about the Cosby one. Yeah. Do we respect the Cosby? Verdict? Well, you, yeah. You know, I respect it, bro. I was I was always I mean, I, I and I'll take the I'll take my 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 bruises with us. I'm a pro Cosby. I'm on the Cosby side of the game. So I got to. Yeah, I got to. I, his his he was tarnished a lot. A lot of his image was tarnished forever. That can never be rehabilitated. I do agree with that. And this, I'm just glad the man is out. Is able to enjoy the last full four years of his life with his grandchildren and his family. And you know, and, and hopefully they can bring back the syndication of the shows that they took down um, prematurely. And no one's yeah, really yeah, talking about that. Lot, no one even no one's even talking about that in the media and how it yes. affected other people like Theo. Uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner, sorry, and other people, Lisa Bonet, arguably, um, and they took a loss. And when those, because a lot of people just like the music industry, you get paid off royalties. And when you're in the, when you're an actor, you get paid off through syndication rights and everything else, and replays and reruns. So if that's taken away, you're losing your royalty checks. So it's like, and now this man's been the the charges have been vacated. So now, well, how do you fill that void now? And a lot of things. I'm not watching what people are saying about the Bill Cosby. I'm watching. Think what they're not saying and what they're not doing and what they're not speaking to, and that's what I'm watching. So, uh -huh. so do the research, vet the women, listen to their accounts, and you will get a different story. Andrea Custon gave five different statements to five different law enforcement agencies, two agencies in Toronto, Canada, and that's why Bruce Castor he said she was making it wasn't true. She was making it up. So, Andrew, Andrew, I, I, I get what you're... Look, I've been accused of things that are completely false, right? I get that. I'm 100% on board with understanding where you're coming from, right? But you talked about the Constitution a moment ago, right? Mr. Cosby went through the process. They let him off on a technicality because of the deal, not because somehow they came back and said, wow, we've now found out that these women lied or that the evidence was tainted or that, you know, it wasn't his DNA at the scene. This guy's a jackass, buddy. Why is the lawyer not checking the technicality? It how the oh. evidence was wrong or the accusers have been proven falsely. It was there was a technicality in the legal system. Can't be a technicality in the legal system when he had immunity. He should have never oh, been did. charged. Yeah, he did. Wow. My bad. You heard that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's exactly what I was thinking. As you said. Can't be a technicality in the legal system when he had immunity. He should have never been charged. He should have never been charged at all. He was given right. immunity. It, it goes back to the Constitution because 
there's an important tool in the Constitution, an important element, which is the Fifth Amendment. He waived his Fifth Amendment right, not to his detriment. The Fifth Amendment is in the Constitution to protect the powerless, whether rich or okay. poor, from the powerful, which are the gatekeepers of the judicial system. What Kevin Steele and this judge did, they knew he had immunity. And that's why it's not a technicality. If you read the opinions of the justices, look, this became the biggest win in, in the history of jurisprudence. Yo, I, is the statement of the month mm -hmm. but for <laughs> patriots, for, for people, for conservatives, y'all need to listen. That is the biggest win for jurisprudence. The Constitution has been upheld. Yeah. Like, I don't think people are, people are looking at it like, but that don't mean he didn't rape them. So <laughs> nobody yeah. said he raped them until they came with this. Like, right. It wasn't right, exactly. No, you, the lady sent the letter. All right, cool. Y'all saying that. Well, now we got to look into everybody. Now mm -hmm. we want y'all to look into everybody. Why but then that's just as an attack, though. But when you look into everybody, that's, that's an attack. You know? Right. We're going to attack him. <laughs> yeah. We're going to say he did something, but he can't yeah. defend himself. Yeah, he can't defend himself. He can't. And then he you get him to talk about something, and he waves a right because you're going to say, yo, all right, I waive my right to talk, but I'm saying... Y'all can't prosecute me, right? All right, yeah. All right, cool. Then we can talk. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, right. And then you talk, and then they're like, yeah, come on, you're going to jail. We're going to prosecute you, prosecute you anyway, right? Yeah, come on, you're going to jail, buddy. You're going to jail right now. We're, we're going to, yeah. like, what do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. What you mean we're going to jail? Like, no, right now we're going to jail. Like, like what you mean? I just said, you just said it was immunity. Nah, <laughs> just, just fight it out. Figure it out. We'll, do, we'll, take, we'll lock you up. You just, you'll figure it out. Get a lawyer. <laughs> What? Uh, and okay. just yesterday in Pennsylvania, they convened a special legislative session where they restructured the, the, the one's right when they make a deal, a non-prosecutorial deal, saying that you have to have it in writing and the district attorney gives you a deal, they cannot go off on their deal, go back on their deal. Andrew, I appreciate you coming on. It's it's good that people hear. I don't like this guy. I don't, I don't, yeah, you like the you don't like Spicer or Wyatt? No, I'm not feeling Spicer. Your side of this. Uh, you know, I always, <laughs> I always like Spicer. That's the point. Thank you for coming. Yeah, but he shot the... Like, I don't I'm like maybe not right like now, him. but when he was in the White House doing his thing, I liked him. When everybody was attacking him, he was like going all hard at everybody. I like... Pause. I like I like Spicer. I don't know about now, but... So, yeah, so yeah I know we, we host podcasts. We do we do right. media thing, right? But, but here's the problem. Like, Go ahead. Why would you knowingly say he got out on a technicality? Why right. would you knowingly say that? Well, at least they were bringing him on. Well, defend wise, no, right? No, no, did no, no, it? No, 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 no. Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? Because he did it twice. To, um, I don't know why they would do it, but I know that the left was coming hard at, at Mr. Cosby and Mr. Wyatt and, and John Bon John, whatever, that the lawyers. For, for him being let out, but at least the the, the Newsmaxes of the world and the old own networks, they were at least having a narrative. Fox News were saying the man was done wrong. Even uh, Leo Terrell, uh, famed constitutional um, lawyer, he was saying Cosby's probably guilty as hell, but he was, his, his due process was violated. So I feel at least the right-wing media, if you will, to call it that, at least had an open door for the Cosby side to even talk without being Oh, it's an attack on me too. Oh, they're attacking women. Oh, I feel attacked and all that rug pull from under the rug talk 
was on the left. No, I'm glad Mr. Cosby's out. Is right from the door, you know. So I don't know how you feel about that. I feel at least the, the right side of the media yeah, was happy. He, he just he just told them it's not a technicality; it's the Constitution. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I'm glad he gave him the he book of blowback. Yeah. That up with you know, but it's a technicality. Like, all right, you're gonna be on this show longer than than this dude on the right, right? Right. So now when he gets off the screen and you keep saying technicality, what happens? Right. Everybody's gonna believe it's a technicality. Technicality. Non, and explaining your your side. And Sean, thank you. And just remember, corruption in order to survive needs collaboration and cooperation. And we didn't cooperate and Bill Cosby is a free man and he would be getting on to his life. I love your show. Keep doing the great work and putting out the truth. Yeah, see, I don't know, buddy. I don't know, man. Yeah, so do you want to do this Lamar, Mark Lamont Hill? The Mark Lamont Hill guy? Yeah, I'm not a fan, bro. Are we, are we, are we saving for another show? Yeah, we'll save him for another show. All right, yo, listen, so. He has, a lot of, he has a lot of planes with his level, so I think we can. <laughs> all right, but listen, ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching with all due respect if you're listening Please get in the comment section. Appreciate everybody checking out the show. We back next week. Um, who are we doing next week, Trek? Next Sunday? We're going to be doing July 17th, I believe. That's going to be July 17th, Sunday. Um, we're going to do... We already knocked out Avenatti. Um, we can do... I had it written down here. Um, uh, shoot. Nah, so we'll let you know what y'all see the y'all see the artwork, the thumbnail will drop, and then y'all will see who it is. But just know we'll be back next Sunday, um, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., something like that. More likely, like closer to nine, like this a nice oh, oh, Sunday. Oh, oh, my bad. We're, we're gonna come back and we're gonna revisit the whole the Candace Owens thing and Cardi B. But what we're gonna do, we're gonna add um the whole oh, basic it's called uh, dynamic right. yeah this is came out that old girl was was doing the dancing thing in the clubs and uh we're gonna just have a nice discussion about that and uh it should be interesting back to our regular format we're going back to the regular format we knocked out the avenatti thing because we didn't want it to get long in the tooth we didn't want to get too old and we're glad we had developments with the Candace Owens thing so now we can really get into that discussion and really make that something special so tune in uh july 17th uh roughly probably the same time probably 9 9 30 and just tune in guys it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a a wonderful ride and we're gonna keep the ball rolling after the fact on tuconservative.com so make sure you get that membership and get abreast of all the behind the scenes footage that we're gonna be uploading and we had a democratic event that i was at yesterday which is really eventful uh can't wait to cut that up for the sound bites there are a lot of veiled attacks on trump uh, something was said about Freckless Douglas being alive. So it'd be it'd be really cool to go through the dissect and 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 because well, no, it's about deadline for democracy. Yeah, and I want to see membership for that. Once you get the video, we're gonna do the yeah the review of that, and that's for the members area. So make sure you get behind the paywall right there and enjoy exactly. that. Um, there's a page on the website for with all due respect with the shows on it. Shouts out to uh. Scott Zinger, host of yeah. Two America. Shouts out to Clarence Henderson, host of Freedom Talk. My twin yeah, brother yeah. Ali, all in with Ali and him and I with the Urban Conservative. And with that <laughs> said, like my like my man said, we're gonna see y'all next Sunday. We're gonna see y'all Sunday, nine, nine, eight thirty-nine, something like that. 
and uh, look out for the artwork and all of that. Yes, sir. Yep. All right. Peace. God and love. bless. Peace and love.